Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right. Yes, Taz is here. Moose is out until Monday. Andrew Boga is sitting in for him. Uh, thank you if you're listening across our great affiliates across these great United States on CBS Sports Radio. Maybe you're checking out the show on Radio.com or CBS Sports app. Or Sirius XM Channel 206, the home for CBS Sports Radio. Um, if you want to call the show, that's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. You dial 855-212-4227. That's easy enough. Um, we're coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. If you want to follow the show on social media, Twitter, or Instagram, it's the same address. At Taz and the Moose. That's Taz with one Z. So, uh, this is the point in the show here, because we've been out broadcasting now, Andrew and I here, for the past two hours, and uh, we went through a plethora of uh, items. Maybe you're just joining us now. Oh, by the way, uh, also, by the way, if you uh, want to download the show at any time, the podcast of the show, that's for free. Every day, Moose and I, our show podcast for free every day, just like all the shows here on CBS Sports Radio, at radio.com, on the website or the app, or at Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast, you can get Taz and Moose. It's a three-hour show every morning, and we know it's tough for people to, to listen to every minute of the three hours. So if you miss something, you can catch up with it on the uh, on the podcast, Gimmick Jones, as we call it. All right, here we go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Jim Harbaugh, critical of Urban Meyer. Yeah, uh, pretty much so. Yeah, it's interesting what happened here. The head coach of University of Michigan is critical of the former head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes in Urban Meyer. And if you've been sleeping over a rock for like a bunch of decades, this is one of the biggest rivalries uh, in the history of college sports, right? Or in sports in general. So um, let's take a listen right here to what Jim Harbaugh had to say on the TK Show podcast talking about Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's had a uh, winning record, uh, really phenomenal record everywhere he's been, but also controversy follows everywhere he's been. Yeah, so that comment right there about the controversy following Urban Meyer, like I said earlier, Andrew, you know, to me, it's it's not exactly accurate because the, the you know the couple of years when when Urban Meyer first got rolling at Bowling State, uh, Bowling Green State, I should say, it didn't happen at Bowling Green at Utah, it didn't happen. You know, Florida and Ohio State's where it happened. That's where he spent most of his time. Um, I, You know, I mean, you, you had some interesting takes on Urban Meyer. I look at him. I judge him on his success as a football coach. Um, you, you weren't knocking that. Obviously, you were putting that over. Um, but, you know, it, it, the way things kind of ended for him was a little funky, especially... What the uh, what the whole situation where Meyer was suspended or Meyer was suspended the first three games of the 2018 season after an independent indefe- in- investigation determined 
that he uh, that he kind of knew about uh, the domestic violence allegations against his former assistant, and that was Zach Smith. So, and next thing you know, Urban Meyer is done coaching, and now he's going to be in the TV business with Fox. So He'll probably uh, coach again sometimes. Yeah, I'm sure he would. I mean, Moose and I were talking about that when this first happened. That we thought he'd be back to coaching, but. I don't think it was Harbaugh's place. He should not have went there. He should have just left it alone and not brought up that part about Urban Meyer and the controversy. Yeah, right Right comment, uh, deserved comment, wrong voice. Because, and it sounds silly to like, because it's a serious conversation about Urban Meyer and the way he's handled these last two programs and all of these different issues on the field, off the field. It seems like trite to then connect that to football, but it just, like we said in hour number one, it just, it sounds like sour grapes because Urban Meyer roughed up Jim Harbaugh's Wolverines all four times they played, broke their hearts. Put up 62 on them. Right, kept, you know, kept the rivalry going yeah. in the Buckeyes' favor. Um, so I, I, I want guys to take shots at Urban Meyer. I'm in no rush. Sure, all the wins are great, um, and the record is, is what it is, and the championships and fine. Um, but like I just I, I've got no time for Urban Meyer, so I'm all for guys taking shots at Urban and reminding us um, of all the negatives alongside all the positives. I, I just maybe somebody who like can't be immediately dismissed because he's just like an an angry rival head coach right. who didn't win their head to heads. And by the way, Urban's done now. Like the, you, he tried to move on. Like this was the shortest answer of this entire long podcast extending conversation with Tim Kawakami. So it's almost like he didn't want to say anything, but he couldn't help himself. Right. Well, and, and the thing is, <clears throat> and I mentioned this earlier in our first segment, you know, what happens is like, and I think this is what happened with Jim Harbaugh here when he was on this podcast. I could tell you from experience as a podcast host and as being a guest on podcast. And sometimes when you have somebody on a podcast, it's a very intimate thing because you know, you're not doing TV. You know you're not doing live radio, you know, terrestrial radio, whatever, satellite radio. You're not live on the air. Um, and it feels like it's just you and somebody else talking. And they're usually much more long form because there's really there's no commercial breaks. It's just full audio. And it's just a recording. That's what a podcast is. It's a recording of audio. You know, at the end of the day, it's not live. So it's uh, Harbaugh's not a young kid. He's not a, I'm not saying he's old as dirt, but he's not a young kid. So he, you know, he's used to being interviewed as a player and a coach and all his years in the NFL, but on live TV shows or maybe, you know, live radio shows. I think with podcasting, I think sometimes people get a little a little too comfortable. I've talked about situations with my, my own show where I've had people come on and then they say something as a guest and then like before, before we edit it, or we don't do much editing, I'll contact them and say, hey man, are you sure you want this in there? And it's like three times this happened where they were like, no, take that out, please. Because it's a podcast. You say things. I think that if this was a live radio deal, I don't think Harbaugh would have did this. I, I, don't, I don't think it would have been as comfortable. Just my opinion. And But now, as far as the football end of it, for Michigan and Ohio State, this is the year right now where you got an opportunity. Where Michigan's got up. They're going to be they're, they're projected to drop in the top five in, in college football. Maybe top eight. You know, and, and where the Buckeyes a little bit ahead of them. Like top three. A lot of predictions are on them. You know, you got a shot now. Because Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback from Ohio State, he's gone. Uh, uh, Paris Campbell, great wide receiver, gone. Mike Weber, awesome running back, gone. Urban Meyer, gone. Ryan Day's the new head coach. Now, Ryan Day knows, you know, he knows the system. He's been at Ohio State. He, he's got a really good quarterback, a, a Georgia transfer in Justin Fields. So, you know, 
Ohio State's not going to be no joke, but you got Shea Patterson, you know, uh, calling plays as the quarterback for Michigan, and and, he, and he's, he's a senior. He's a really good player, so Michigan's got a chance to do well. You got Don Brown as a, a great defensive coordinator with an excellent defense. You know, Michigan's going to be much better. I would focus on that if I'm Harbaugh. Beating Ohio State because you finally got a shot now. Yeah, and especially when Urban Meyer's not their head coach right, anymore. Exactly. There's just, there's almost no reason to utter his name. Now, today is the actual Harbaugh press conference at Big Ten Media Day. And, you know, <laughs> the first like 17 questions are going to be about this. You know that. Like, this is of what's going to start. It's going to be a high wire act to get away from all these questions. Uh, and and I'm I'm, a, I'm expecting to walk it back a little bit along these same lines. Like, Urban is no longer the head coach of the Buckeyes. This is Ryan Day's team. We've got X amount of games before November 30th when we play them. We always want to beat them. Um, but, you know, this, right. it's not Urban doesn't need to come out of my mouth anymore because he's not a, he's not a head coach right. that I'm prepping for anymore. Right, I hear. Let's uh, let's go down to Cocoa Beach, Florida. Talk to George. Listen on fifteen sixty AM. Hey, George, you're on with Taz and Andrew. How you doing, man? Hey, it's a pleasure, man. I always like to listen to you in the morning. Um, my opinion is, I think you know Harbaugh's just highly competitive, and I think it comes out of his mouth. And and like you said, uh, he walks some of the stuff back when you call him and say, "Do you want me to edit?" And he goes, "Yeah, please do." Um, I don't have a lot of respect for Urban Meyer for numerous reasons, but one of the main ones is when he resigned from Florida. He said he wanted to spend more time with his family, and next thing you know, he's on ESPN and he spent more time away from his family right. and home and traveling with ESPN than being at home with his family every night. So uh, um, right, right, I don't believe but, a lot of it. I, I got George. I agree with you on that. I mean, the, the TV deal with ESPN, and and you make a good point, my man. But it is a little bit of I understand what you're saying about travel to ESPN, but it's a little different than when you're coaching the Gators or any big D1 program, and you know this, George, and there's recruiting involved. You're coaching nonstop, around the clock. You got to respond. These these kids on this roster, they're young kids. You're responsible for them. Um, if they screw up, the heat's on you. Your coaches, all this stuff. It's a little different when you have a TV job. You know what I mean? When he went from, from the Gators to for Florida for playing with, uh, doing the TV deal. I get your drift, though. It wasn't like he was just sitting home hanging out with his family. That's your point. It- that and also the fact that he was just doing using it as a stepping stone because he really wanted to be at Ohio State. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And George, we appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, no. George makes some good points there. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Michigan this year and uh, and and uh, Ohio State. And I'm interested to see what what Harbaugh says today at the. Uh, do you think he walks it back? Some of the comments. I think the- he will a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's certainly, I, I would be shocked if he doubled down on it and elaborated, went into it more. I mean, there's really n- technically nothing else to add to it, but in particular, you just he, there's no reason to foster controversy with the non-Ohio State head coach. Yeah. All right. Well, let me take care of this real quick. CBS Sports Radio toll-free line eight five five two one two four two two seven is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see if he, how he handles it, Harbaugh, today. I mean, yeah, I'm sure the, the media relations people might <laughs> try to veer the, the press away from, you know what I mean, going there. But, you know what, the press can do what they got to do. You got to press them on this. If I, you know, I, I mean, well, if you're in the audience with, uh, with your iPhone recording him for your newspaper, Andrew, yeah. You're going to ask him about it, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, and I think the easiest way to start the conversation is why are you talking about someone who's not 
the head coach anymore. Like, why is he even, right. like, why even Is it because he put 62 up on you, you're pissed off? Because well, you never that, beat him? Is that why, right, coach? That's, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's the issue, that's isn't it. it? Yeah, it is, man. It is. All right, here we go. Number two. Number two. Dodgers pissed at Phillies. Hector Neris. Love it. I love it. I just said <laughs> uh, we, we need, on a steamy Thursday afternoon, we need a little heat and we need a little juice on the field. Uh, I'll take a little post-game stare down. Hector <coughs> Neris got a save, barely, and thought he should uh, flex a little bit towards the Dodger dugout. Yeah, the right. Dodger like, yeah. eh, maybe you should walk off the field. And that probably would have been the best advice. Just take your save, take your win. It was a nice one. Uh, after blowing a game a couple of days earlier against these same Dodgers, then hitting one of their guys you know, on purpose, basically. You're only pitching yesterday because you're appealing your three-game suspension for that. So, yeah, like Harbaugh, like know your place, know the context, know the situation, uh, take your save, take your win, and go home well, and don't even look this. at a Dodger. No, no, dude, I mean, a couple of days ago, he, 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 you know, he blew the save, okay, against the Dodgers. He, he hasn't had great history against the Dodgers. Um, that's fine. You know what? He wants to amp things up a little bit and yell and, and yell an explicit word towards the dugout. Okay, great. But, you know, really, dude, it's like, you know, okay, you did your job, you get the save, that's awesome. I'll put you know, put, put the glove over your mouth, okay? And do like everybody else does. When they yell and curse, they cover their mouth. So it's not a complete disrespect towards the, a dugout full of men. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what happened. Let's take a listen to, to Dave Roberts, the uh, the skipper, the manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers, on uh, Naris uh, and how he was so emotional after the save. He was emotional with the save and a big win for them, which uh, I, I think that we played this game, this series the right way, played it straight. And so to to look in our dugout and to taunt in any way, um, I think it's uh, unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it just I think anytime emotion comes out in a game, it's great. I do think you got to have some sort of couth and respect. Good word. Yeah. Well, this is what I do. I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. I mean, this goes without saying. Okay, maybe not. I'm a wordsmith. I take two. Get over. Okay, it. maybe not. Take three. Ah. I'm a wordsmith. I said I'm a wordsmith. Oh, yeah! That's what yes. we're digging for. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not anyway, Smith, not a machine Smith. So the, uh, the what do you call it, the uh, the Phillies, you know, they're like seven and a half, seven and a half, eight games, seven and a half games out of first place, third in the NL East right now. Okay, where well, you got the Dodgers, who I got to tell you, I, you know, they are kicking ass and taking names in the NL West. They're 14 games, 14 games ahead of the Diamondbacks. Now, Andrew, I don't know if I've ever said this here. I'm actually a... It's tough as a Met fan to say this, but I enjoy watching the Dodgers. I've enjoyed watching them for a lot of years. I do. I enjoy watching the That's the one ballpark that I've always wanted to go to, and I will go. I do spend some time in L.A. at times. I want to go to where the Dodgers – I want to go to that stadium. It looks like a fun place to be. I like the Dodgers, and they are obviously a great team again this year. Uh, so, But the Phillies, there's always some kind of BS with them. They got into it with our Mets, and there's always a problem with that. Plunking guys, all this stuff. And now they cursed and yelling, you know, at the dugout of the Dodgers. It's like they got this 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 swagger. All of a sudden, the Phillies are a bunch of tough guys. Relax. You're not tough guys. Calm down. Okay? You're baseball players. Next! Number three. Tiger Woods is old. Thank you. Is that... <laughs> Breaking news? Yeah, well, he's not doing very well. He's sitting like 109,000th place right now in the British Open, right? I don't, I don't think there's not that many golfers this weekend. <laughs> uh, he's actually tied for 128th, to be close. exact. Yeah, he is two under today, uh, but he is 
five over total. He's got, uh, what's my math here? He's got seven holes left, and he's got to shave three or four shots off that score to make the cut, which seems very unlikely. But yes, we get farther and farther away, Taz, from that just remarkably epic Masters win. It seems like we actually are going to need to give that win even more ridiculous epicness because I don't think he's ever going <laughs> to win another one again. It's just yeah, well, it's just too hard. We some people thought this is okay. Now he's back, and now there'll be some. You know, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, 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 there might be more. I don't think there's going to be more. Well, I, it's just it's too hard for him to be physically ready to play every single week. Well, you said every the single word, big tournament. You said he's back, and and that's the key word. And you use the word in a different vernacular. And uh, he's got issues, and it's that back. The guy's, you know, he's got pain. Uh, let's take a listen here to Tiger Woods uh, on on about his performance and about the rest of his career. It's just the way it is. It's just um, uh, father time and and some procedures that I've had over the times. Just the way it's going to be. As I said, one of the reasons why I'm playing less tournaments this year is that I can hopefully prolong my career and uh, be out here for a little bit longer. I got to you, listen, we, you know, it's pretty obvious Tiger Woods doesn't need the cashola. He does not need the money, okay? He doesn't need that. Oh, uh, cheapo. No, he doesn't need the money. And the thing is, he's got a true passion for the sport, and I respect that. Like, he, he's playing. He's got the fame. He's a household name, no matter if he retires tomorrow or in two years or three years. He, you know, he's a made guy in the game, in the world of sports, and the money he's made. I respect anyone who's... There's no burnout in this guy, you know. This guy has a, a plethora of passion for the game. And, you know, I'm poking shots at him, making fun, like just being sarcastic, witty Jones, you know. But uh, but I do respect his passion for the game. My phone, my phone's buzzing because oh, yeah? Darwin Zook, Z-Daddy, Z-Bone. Zookie. The Zookster. Right. Uh, Tiger just birdied 11, so oh. now he's at plus four. Wow. So he has taken another small step towards the cut line, which is projected to be plus one. Isn't that something? Mm. Have we ever had the three change during the three? No, there's been a few things happen during the three that will never happen again on the show, but we'll talk about that later. But yes, no, I don't know the answer to that, Mike. I don't have the answer. Yes, I don't have the answer. I don't, sir. Okay. He doesn't Stop asking, Mike. He doesn't yeah, know. I don't know. That I don't know. How would I know that? You, say any question again. Have we ever had the theme of the three change during the three? I don't even know what he means, Andrew. Like, we, this began with this Tiger old. If he's all of a sudden going to put together five straight birdies oh, and make the cut, well. he's not old anymore. Could so that like, all happen as, within the three? Well, I'm not good with riddles. So as it evolves, I mean, he's hitting me with riddles out here on live radio. I mean, it's like, what am I, Riddle Jones? I got enough to do. If I got, a plane I got, crashes like on the border of, of the U.S. and Canada, where do you bury the survivors? You don't bury survivors. Thank you. Do. Okay. That's the trite, one-out, ass joke we need. On that note, uh, when we come back, NFL coaches are ready on the hot seat. We get into that next here on Taz and the Moose. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, well, this weekend, Major League Fishing General Tire World Championship continues. And later, the action moves to the courts. Highlighted by Big Free Basketball and World Team Tennis. All on CBS. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, as we rock on here on this Friday, 
Uh, we've got about 30 minutes left of this particular program of Taz and the Moose. So Andrew Bogus sitting in. Uh, Moose will be back on Monday with yours truly. Mark Malusi. So we will do our thing uh, next week. Um, right now we have our latest sports update with uh, a man that was still trying to work on this nickname. This is Darwin Zook. So, uh, Zook, here's the deal. So we had our social media team put out on the social media, mm-hmm. you know, which nickname should we give for Phil and Anchor Darwin Zook? And the options were Zookster, mm-hmm. Z-Bone, yeah. Zookie, Z-Daddy, which leads me to a social media update. Oh, yes. Pete the Body Who? All right, so right now, Zookster, 21%, Z-Bone, 21%, Z-Daddy, 17%, 42%. Zookie. Let's see, I knew it. Uh-oh. See, that's the one you don't like. Yeah. Man, I knew that was going to happen. Dude. Yeah. Uh, now what? What are we going to do? We over. <sighs> it was a little awkward. They know their role. <laughs> I knew it was going to come. I just, I, I thought maybe people would be nice out there, but that's not how it works. I know. No, dude, social media is yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. This, I mean, it's, it's just this constant trolling. Whatever. Well, fine. Go with Zookie. You know what? He, he seems so mad. Yeah. yeah. He really he, not, He's really pissed off. I need off. more coffee. No, he, feel no, heartburn you, you really coming do, on. You really do seem... I mean, you really do seem pissed off. You do. I'm yeah. being honest. You do. You seem... I have, I have a quick fuse sometimes. No, that's okay. Listen, that's okay. It's no problem. Listen, you had a, you had a hell of a run. You did. Yeah. You had a hell of a run. Thank you. It, it, you know, it's good. Right. Now you're known forever on the radio as Zookie. Uh, oh, boy. Dude, that's bad. I know, that is oh, bad. Oh, Zuki. What do you guys start wearing? A zoot suit? <laughs> hey, look at Zuki in a zoot suit. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Hey, this is more manipulation, just like the, 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 the sound thing back there from the show, too. The oh, helium from, sounding. Oh, from yeah. the, uh, yeah, when you were on your dating show on NBC. Oh, God. What's the luck right now? Oh, that, my God. They're calling you, me Zuki. It really doesn't even sound like <laughs> No, it's really bad. <laughs> now my name is Zuki. That's six yeah. years ago. I was 32 years old. My voice is going to change that bad. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. We thought Mike went through puberty late. <laughs> Darwin did it at 34. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Final segments on the show aren't going as planned here uh, this week. This is what happens. I really enjoyed it yesterday. This is how it happens on Taz and the Moose. Everything starts out great, and then once yeah. we get the claws into you, it's it's really like taking mm. a it's like taking a some kind of a violent weapon to some part of your body. Yeah. Like, oh God. like my soul. Yeah, like it's like taking... <laughs> It's yeah, a like, kendo stick. Well, to the oh, gut. like a kendo stick to the gut, yeah. or maybe taking like a a jigsaw or a crossbow yeah. or a chainsaw to someone's shoulder blade for about a minute. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like a, just, a, just, a, just, a, just grinding someone's yeah. shoulder blade with a chainsaw. <laughs> Crank it up! As long as the listeners don't feel that way. Yeah, no, no, they, they okay. love it. They, love okay, it. they get it. Yeah, right. they just shoulder blade. Look at the Zuki! Uh, it's all about the Zuki! Uh, I feel the Zuki! Oh, my God. Cutting to my soul, through my heart, <laughs> through the bones. Uh, and the hits just keep on coming today. All right, anyway. So you got all an right. update, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah, fine, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll do it <laughs> if I have to. Uh, good scores this morning at the Open Championship in Ireland being played at Royal Port Rush. Calm conditions in round two. And J.B. Holmes in the lead at eight under. You might not know him, but he's playing well so far through 13 holes. Tommy Fleetwood, you know his name, he's fired a four under 67 alone in second right now at seven under. He's in the clubhouse. And Brooks Kepka once again putting himself into contention heading into the weekend of a major. A ho-hum two under round. He's at five under overall, just three shots off the lead. As for Tiger Woods, trying to make a run and get to that cut line. He's three under on his round, playing the back nine, but still four over overall. The cut line projecting to be one or two over par. So Tiger needing a couple more birdies coming in on the back nine if he's going to make the cut and play the weekend. 
Baseball, the Yankees have a big lead in the AL East, but they seem to be keeping their edge. They swept the Rays in a doubleheader, 6-2 in the first game, 5-1 in the back end. As you guys were talking about, Aaron Boone firing his team up, getting ejected in that first game for vehemently arguing a strike call against Brett Gardner. After the doubleheader sweep, Aaron Judge had this to say about his manager. We love it as a team. You know, it shows that, you know, he's in the trenches with us. You know, he's out there fighting with us. He's living and dying on every single pitch, and, you know, he has our back. You know, that's the thing is, you know, we thought it was a couple questionable calls, and, you know, he trusted us and went with us and, you know, had our back. The Yanks now own an eight-game lead in the AL East. Chris Sale feeling pretty good about himself. The Red Sox ace recording his first win at Fenway in more than a year. Boston blank, the Blue Jays 5-zip. Another power lefty, two-time World Series champ Madison Bumgarner may have played his last home game for the Giants. And if it was, he went out in style. Nine strong innings for Mad Bum. The Giants rallied for a 3-2 win over the Mets in 16 innings. Bumgarner after, subject of a lot of trade rumors, appreciative of the fans. Oh, it means a lot. You know, I've, you know, we, uh, you know, been through a lot here and been here for a long time, and, and uh, it's, it's special. It is. And another story here, the Astros beat the Angels 6-2, and another example of um, pro athletes not happy with uh, scheduling issues. The Strohs apparently got back into town in Houston at 5.15 a.m. Central time. Only 14 hours prior to first pitch tonight, and a lot of the players very angry, including Josh Reddick. He said, to censor myself, this is BS. I don't think one person is happy about the night game travel. I think it's a complete misjudgment on how they make a schedule. It's absurd, really. So rich athletes not happy. Let me just tell you something. Right, exactly. It's not just the wealth, you know, but it's like, listen, I've traveled my whole career. I mean, I've flown and rented cars, stayed in hotels all year round. Listen, dude. I've flown commercial most of my career, and for a short few years, I've traveled privately on the McMahon family jet because, not because they liked me, because they were trying to get me back to the Northeast to work more. Yeah, to do voiceover work in Connecticut, you know, at the studio. So they had to get me back. My point is, when you fly privately, which these players all fly on private planes, you know, it, it, it. yeah, it's a grind, but it's not like they're flying commercial, going through TSA. Catered food, no, no, sleeping. Dude, seriously, dude. Like it's so. It, 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 there's every kind of uh, everything they need is there for them. I understand the scheduling pisses these guys off when this happens, and I get it. But to, to gripe about it publicly when there's men and women out there that are digging holes for a living, or people working, you know, fifty, sixty hours a week to put to pay rent, you know, to pay and go see you play baseball or football or hockey or, or basketball. It just it's a little bit of makes a, these guys look bad. It does. They're I put think it I, on I think I think I speak for everyone. Like for human the human race, I think I, I speak for. And yeah. I think well, I you spoke usually well do. I, I usually think, do. And you yes. did just Oh geez. yes, exactly. Wow. wow. Yes, watch that. So <laughs> <laughs> look out. In a way, way. Yeah. You know, like in a, oh, a it's kind of scary. There, yeah, that's yeah. what happens. It's a scary show. It's yeah. crazy what happens here. So anyway, yeah, no, no, really. But it's like for these guys to complain. You know, it's like sometimes it's like, ah, you know what? I mean, really, it's like you you, you, you have everything you need lined up. I'm not going to – I can't absorb when they complain about the travel part because the world I'm from, there's no off-season for, for, for people in the pro wrestling industry, and your body is getting smashed up every night, okay? It's a show. It's entertainment, but you're getting physically pounded on, man. And, and most of the wrestlers are not making powerful seven figures like these guys are. They're not. These you know? guys, they, they lack perspective, really. It's self-awareness, maybe. Right, right, right. <laughs> and and most, of them, like most of these guys paid dues, came up the right way, you know. But 
Like, oh yeah, they rode minor league buses. That's you think, right. You That's think right. they'd have a more idea? Like they're traveling, right. like you said, in these private jets, catered food. Right, they right. can sleep. They get everything they want on the plane. So if you get in late and you got a game, a quick yeah. turnaround. Come on. Yeah, it's, and again, if you're not, we've all flown commercial, but if you, I've, I've flew commercial to work, and it's tough. You know, you're on the plane, you can't sleep. Everybody's around you. It's loud. There's strangers everywhere. You're fighting for overhead space. You got the PSA, and now the plane's delayed. It's late. You, you, you can't hear nothing. You're in a friggin' tube, and with, with all these bumps, it sucks. But you're on a private plane. It's nice and posh. You're with your teammates. You got the catered food. Life's easy. You don't get smashed in the shoulder by the cart. You must have that happen on commercial. All the time, dude. Just bang, going I, by every right. single time. You're right, because I'm I'll see Jones. And like you, I have a large shoulder span. Right. Okay? So I'm not built like a small... Oh, you have that problem? No. Well, he's built like a small nine-year-old young man. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so that's just like a soccer player. <laughs> They're in good shape, soccer players. Yeah. It's like I'm Roy McRoy over here. Yeah, <laughs> not that bad. Zook soccer players. No, because you Northern went to Ireland. Golfers. You went along with the Zuki thing too much. I, I thought you were on it my did. side. And I'm now sorry. I got to tell you, uh, the Zuki thing. I'm looking again now. It's even higher, dude. It's 43 percent. Oh, yeah. Say Zuki. That's the way. That's the psychological study right there. Yeah. Oh, please don't call me that. Oh, let's call him that. I know. That's a. That's a. Wow. Yeah, what you should have done is is say yeah, you I didn't prefer- want the one you wanted, exactly. and then we over would have voted you. Into your is that a human? That's a that's a. It's just the way it goes. You got to know the audience. It's, yeah. You can't uh, you can't open up wounds. Yeah, here. and there's a couple of social media things on here. I mean, you know, it's like here you got like for example, you got uh, this is not really an update, but JW in, in ATX at Jack Will four thirty five. We called you Zookster Jones. Then you got Bodacious Huey Jones calling you. Also, if Zookie wins, Nookie could be his theme song. That's good. Like okay. Limp, Limp, Limp Biscuit gimmick. That could be sure. good. Yeah, that Go part's there. good. Yeah. It's all about the nookie, the zookie, the nookie, the zookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess if you play it up a little. All right, yeah, I love zookie. Let's go with so, that. Yeah, oh. keep them coming. Now, keep even the coming, reverse guys. psychology, social media, yeah, Jones. I'm I learning a lot here, yeah. yeah a psych I don't know. degree coming Listen, in. Listen, there's 22 hours left, ladies and gentlemen. Go to at Taz and Moose. You could vote for Zookster, Z-Bone, Zookie, or Z-Daddy. Uh, we know that uh, Darwin Zook does not like Zookie. Are you done with your update? I am done. That's Have it. Have a great Thank weekend, you guys. sir. Thanks Have for a great me weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. You good too. to see you again, Zuki. Uh, <laughs> Darwin Zook, good to see you. Is he, is he, you, know, you know Zook a long time. Does a it long really bother time. Him? He seems like the type of guy that roll, things roll off No, he'll well. be fine. He does seem like that, yeah. you don't sweat things. No, there's one Let's thing talk. the Zuki isn't. It's, it's <laughs> <The> sensitive. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> the Zuki. All right. Well, anyway. We got uh, what do we got? We got the uh, the undercard. The undercard is here already. We got NFL coaches already on the hot seat. We'll get into that in a little bit. Very busy show here uh, as we get ready to wind down. Taz and the Moose with Andrew Bogus sitting in for the Moose. Be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, anyway, a little little tech difficulty here. So uh, we are back here on Taz and Moose with Andrew Bogus sitting in. Uh, and guess what? It's time to answer our Ask the Pros questions of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from Josh in Boston, up in Beantown. Uh, any tips for avoiding this awful heat this weekend? <laughs> think, think. Um, uh, don't, forget, don't forget, I should say, you could submit your question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros and think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. 
to get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Josh in Boston, yeah, you're up there in the Northeast, just like we are here in New York, and it's going to be a brutal. It's not even the Northeast. It's the, there are heat advisories in effect now from like Kansas to Maine. I didn't know that. I only usually pay attention to, to your neighborhood. I know. My neighborhood. That's what we're, but, I'm here for. Yeah, but thank you. the horizon. Thank you. So, it's throughout the country we're hearing. It's like this the is, top third of the country. So the heat is going to be bad. You got to really just, you, you got to be careful. I mean, you got to be careful, Josh, in Boston. I mean, some advice, yeah, I would say one of the Don't first. Don't go outside. It's simple. If you that, can stay right. inside, stay inside. Well, here's the thing. Some folks might not have air conditioning. So if, if you don't have air conditioning, hopefully you have a fan, some sort of a fan, a blowing fan or a ceiling fan or something. Stay out of the heat, though, to Andrew's point. I would definitely stay out of the sunlight or just being outdoors in the heat, the humidity. It's brutal. Um, it's going to be brutal. If you have a pool, go in a pool. I mean, the pool will cool you off. I mean, it will cool you off. If you have cool a puddle, off. lay in the puddle. Whatever. Go to the mall, well, walk around big so, places with air conditioning. Yeah, or yeah. jump in a fountain at the mall. I mean, you could do that, too. Two I mean, there's fountains. Stone. Just there jump right there. You're in the air conditioning, jump in a fountain. I mean, malls are dying out anyway. I mean, the mall business is unfortunate. It's sad because they're all online stuff. So malls are quiet right now. So what the hell? They're not going to stop you. Jump in the pool. Jump in the uh, freaking, uh, what do you call it? In the fountain there at the uh, mall. Drink maybe, a lot of water. Have a banana do that, or two. But, yeah. Good potassium Yeah, but no, intake. just stay out of the heat. Stay out of the heat. It's going to water. When I was a kid, we had no money to have a pool. So uh, we used to have the Johnny Pump, which is a fire hydrant for yeah. most people. And we would just open it up and just spray down. like Just like we were like, we were like animals in the circus. You know, it was just spray each other down. I mean, so it was just brutal. I mean, but yeah, just stay out of the heat. Stay out of the humidity. You don't want that. It's bad. It's horrible. Avoid it at all costs. If you can go to the beach, go to the beach. Go in the water. Go in the water. It's nice. This time of year, even though it's hot, you know, at least you're out. There's a little breeze by the ocean. It's beautiful. It's only going to be 100 of the ocean this weekend as opposed to 110 okay. inland. So maybe that advice is bad. Okay, my, uh, so don't go to the ocean. My wife and kids okay. are going to Las Vegas tomorrow to okay. visit friends. It's actually going to be cooler there than it is here. They're was, wintering in Vegas. Dude, I was saying I was in L.A. a couple of weeks ago, and it was hotter and more humid here than in California. I was like, I was talking to my wife. She was in New York. I was here. I was uh, there in the west on the West Coast, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, wow, it's beautiful here. It's a beautiful breeze. Uh, so that's the deal. Oh, uh, By the way, we're talking about, uh, before we get to the other card, about NFL coaches that could potentially be on the hot seat here already uh, before the NFL season even starts. I mean, I got, I got, I mean, I don't know who your top coach that you would think would have the biggest red light on them, Andrew. I would kind of lean towards the Steelers with Mike Tomlin. Um, I would think maybe he's got a lot of pressure on him to that he's got to watch his back. He's been there a long time with Pittsburgh, done a good job, but just hasn't really, you know, sealed the deal. I mean, who would you say your coach is? Is it is, it, is you with me on Tomlin? Tomlin or somebody else? Is, I mean, he has to be on the list. Yeah, I he, would, just, he has to. Um, the question I have about that is: Would the Steelers actually fire him in the season? And I would, and I'd say no. And I would have said no if you asked me this about the Packers firing Mike McCarthy in season. But then they fired Mike McCarthy in season, so maybe, yeah, true. Just maybe the Steelers and the Rooney family would, and Kevin Colbert, their GM, would pull the trigger well, on a Tomlin move in season if it, they start off that badly. But I mean, he's got to be on the list because. They have not lived up to expectations. They seem to, you know, they certainly at times the inmates have run the asylum there. Sure. And it may just be time 
for somebody else to be in charge of the Steelers. And the thing is, you know, with two big-time names in Lev Bell and uh, Antonio Brown, you know, being Gonski from that team, you know, no matter who's right, who's wrong, or whatever the situation is, I mean, those are big-name, big-time offensive players that are no longer with him. With with Tomlin, there was no love fest there for sure with, it, with, with, with uh, Antonio Brown. I almost called Antonio Brown Andrew Bogus. How funny is that? <laughs> well... But you're, you're the real AB. I, I am you're the older, real so I was the first AB, but, right. you know. He's just a little bit faster than you, Antonio Yeah, I mean, he's, he's the bit. better oh, AB. What's that? He's the better AB. <laughs> I'm, I'm first. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm better. I'd rather be him than me. Um, if it's not, let's see. Let's see. I, I'd hate to see any of these men lose their jobs. Don't get me wrong. I hate the, I hate the conversation. But yeah. if, if I'm making point, a, I would say maybe Dan Quinn's got a little pressure yeah. on him, too, with if, the Falcons. If I'm making a list based on who I think their team would fire – First, as opposed to like the coach that deserves to be fired more just in a vacuum. Uh, I think Jay Gruden in Washington. I think Dan Quinn in Atlanta. Ron Rivera's got some heat on, too. See, I, I've seen Rivera's name on some lists, and I, I, I guess I kind of understand that. But, you know, they're coming back. Cam's coming is wasn't healthy last year. Now he's healthy this year. Yeah, but they haven't been the same since, they, since that loss they had to... Um... That the uh, Panthers had, that was it, uh, whatever, Super Bowl, against the Broncos. The Broncos I can't remember yeah. the number it was against the Broncos, like 2015-16 season. They haven't been the same. I mean, they, they, they went 15-1 and that season. It just hasn't been the same for, for Rivera. And I like Rivera. I thought he was a great linebacker when he played, too. You know, Cam Hurt, uh, Cam Hurt, Cam Newton, uh, you know, he's been banged up here and there yeah. and, and stuff. So it, it, I'm just saying, it, it's just uh, he could be in trouble, too, though. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's in trouble. I, he's farther down the list for me. Okay. I, Doug Marone, you I think, say, is ahead so of him. So for you, Jay Gruden's ahead of him. I, Gruden, Quinn, Marone, Marone yeah, I'm with I think Marone. are all likely to get fired. Bef- I mean, unless September is an utter disaster right, for right. the Panthers, then that might change things. But right. I, I feel like the beginning of the year is feeling out Cam, new throwing motion, shoulder is fixed. Uh, I, I think that's what you know, kind of buys Ron Rivera some time. There's no built-in. There's no ease-in in Atlanta there's no ease in in Jacksonville, although they do have Nick Foles now. Um, so I, but so I, I think Rivera's a little farther from the hot seat than those other guys. All right, All right here we go. Uh, three to one on the card. Taz and the Moose present the Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, what do you got, Hop? All right, sticking to the football theme, and I'm taking Bill Belichick out of this for your answers. Which current NFL head coach would you want coaching your team for one game? Oh, God. Uh, I mean, Bill Belichick. Can taking I say Bill Belichick out of it? Not Adam Gase? Can I say that? No. <laughs> um, no. Uh... I don't even. I can't remember the Bills head coach think. to make a joke right now. Yeah, I mean, ah, no. When you think of NFL coaches, you, you, you th- wait, what'd you just say? I can't Sarah? remember the Bills head coach. I was going to make a joke and pick him, but I can't it's remember coach his name. McDermott. What are you coach talking McDermott, about? Right. Why are you doing that, man? He's a I, good dude. He's I, he a good is, coach. A hell of a defensive line. But his name with the just for ran away from me. That's horrible for you just to take I could shots. See him. I could see him. Why you gotta take bald shots head like and everything, that? But why, I just, why you gotta take? Why you gotta be like that? Sitting to my right, lowbrow Jones. Why? Why do you gotta do that? Do you feel better about yourself because you insult my team? Do you feel better about for yourself? Like, yeah, for like a nanosecond. You're like, yeah, I actually do feel better about myself. <laughs> that wasn't nice. Okay, it was a douchey <laughs> comment. Yeah, no, no. But I like. But you don't like McDermott? Go kid aside. He's a good coach. I mean, I'm sure he is. I just, I, I no, no. Bill is gonna get any love from me while I'm sitting next to you. All right, it's just too easy to all target, right. and I'm lazy. All right, I would probably lean. Um, I guess, I guess Sean McVay. I mean, just because you know, with the Rams, he's 
He wins. He seems like a player's coach. He's a young guy. I think the players could connect to him. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, so I probably will go with McVay. Uh, if I, this becomes you know, a difficult question when you can't say Bill Belichick. It does. Because I can't say McVay because they were wet themselves in the Super Bowl, and he oh, admitted God, that he yeah. kind of overthought that. And I think go. he's going to learn he, from he it. Did, that's what I mean. He's, I'll, give you, I'll give you a guy, your guy, your new team, your new team, your new team. I'll give you Anthony Lynn with the charges. I like Anthony Lynn. I like Anthony Lynn, too, but I, I think I want to see Anthony Lynn in one of these games That's first. your new team, bro. You attacked me and mocked me. You mocked me for mm-hmm. leaving the Jets going to the Bills years ago, and now you're leaving the New York Gents. To go to the San Diego Chargers. Look the at the LA look at, Chargers. Well, they're Diego still the San place, Diego to me, okay? Be Don't San be, Diego. listen, enough with the facts. We'll get the, all the facts on Monday. Don't worry. We'll uh, who am I going to pick here? I want to pick Mike Tomlin, but I just told you Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat in Pittsburgh. So can I pick Mike Tomlin? How about I, Sean Payton for the Saints? Yeah, I, actually, I was going to say, I can't pick Andy Reid. I'll probably end up on Sean Payton. I think that, uh, I, and then Pete Carroll. Right, I'll give you one. I'll give you give one. Give me one. How about Sean Scott, no, Derek, no, no. David how McDermott? About, how about the guy we heard sing the national anthem at the Cubs game? Not the national anthem. He was singing uh, uh, Take Me Out the Ball Game. Matt Nagy. <laughs> yes. Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach. Peanuts and Cracker Jack. Peanuts and Cracker Jack. How about Matt Nagy? Remember we played Again, that I, I need right? to say, get, get him Dude, in you one of these name games. Someone. I did. Sean Payton. I said Sean Payton. And I, that's the, I, you beat me to Sean Payton. I've got the answer. Give me PK. What do you got? John Harbaugh. That's not bad. Ravens Jones. Okay. Game, I not like bad. it. Okay. That, no, no. I mean, listen, you can't go bad. We're wrong with that. With, uh, with, uh, with the Harbaugh brother from the, yeah, for sure. All right, next. It was a little awkward. <laughs> Is there anything more ironic than five guys getting arrested at five guys? Yeah, that is odd, right? I saw this story. In Florida. In Florida. Do we know what happened yet? Just that there was a fight involved. Right. We there. don't know. We still don't know details. Did they, they, did they fight the five guys who made the restaurant? No. They Were they battling be. for the chain? No, no, no. Listen, listen. first of all, I, I just want to say one thing. I, look, it's a great brand, Five Guys. I mean, and I got to tell you, if you're not worried about eating a healthy meal and you want a burger on the fly, you can't go wrong. I with just five like guys. in a world of peanut allergies, they have vats of peanuts. They have. Don't come in here. Peanuts again? Let me just tell you something. <laughs> the thing with the. You're right. There's a plethora of peanuts there. But the thing is. And this has nothing to do with these five guys getting arrested at five guys uh, after a fist fight. But in Florida, it was Orlando, right? Is that where it's supposed to I think it was, right? So here's the dealio, right? Here's the thing. Not just the burgers are awesome at five guys, but you know what's underratedly awesome there? The freaking uh, fountain soda machine. You know the one where you can pick all different flavors and add flavors to Our movie you? theater has that, too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, those things. I want to get one for my kitchen. I mean, I want to have one in the house, the casa. How I do you not have one, one already? That's I'm disappointed by it. Well, that's a good point. I, oh, I, don't I know why. You had to go to Michigan that one time, and then yeah, you didn't even go. Let's go back to Michigan. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so anyway, the police were called around, I think it was 12.30, 1 p.m., just during the day, middle of the day, lunchtime, Jones, and a woman witnessed uh, witnessed this whole, their males were, were talking, you know what, S to each other, next thing you know, a couple's phone, and then there was, uh, then next thing you know, it was an all-out brawl. Broke out in the middle of the day. I don't think it, maybe I was wrong. I don't think it was Orlando. Mike, are we having the uh, the Florida team check this out? Our research team. I think it was it, it was a stew. It was la 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 Palm Beach? Maybe I don't know where it was. Oh, the show's got the end. We're gonna get it. Is he in Charlotte? What's going on back there? I don't know. You have it? No. All right. Well, I don't. Uh, yeah, it was Palm City. 
Home City sounds like a work name. Home City Jones. Uh, anyway, well, that's that. Enough of that. Uh, do we know where it is? We have no idea. Uh, just five guys. Don't fight. Have a burger. Get some cheese on I it. I want a burger now. By the way, you go to five guys, you get the little burger. Is one slab of meat. But a regular burger is a double burger. A lot of people don't know that. But that's, know. that's the, the way it goes. That's how it is. That's a shoot. I'll give you more inside, new inside wrestling vernacular that none of you people here know. Stewart, Florida. Is that Orlando? I've been to Orlando a bunch of times. I've made I don't money know the, if it's okay. a suburb. Or... No, no. I just, I just want to, you know, I want to <laughs> get ready for money to get the facts right the, here. The three juvenile males and two adult males were charged with a fray. A fray. Under Florida law, a fray, A-F-F-R-A-Y, is a first-degree misdemeanor charge resulting from two or more people fighting in a public place. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, listening to the show. Strong close. Yes, very strong close. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mike, Billy. Appreciate it. Andrew, great job all week, my friend. Uh, this is right near Port St. Lucie where this happened at Five Guys. All right, look, I'm Taz. Have a warm weekend. It's going to be warm. Try to stay cool. Be careful out there, guys. It's going to be nasty out. Take care. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.